Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. You might notice something a little bit different here. It is a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, for all the you know th- hundreds of thousands of viewers out there. <laughs> the diehards. The diehards that are catching the show you know, every week. Uh, we've had a little change of scenery. I know. We're trying to get comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Can you feel it? Can you feel the comfort? And we're trying to enjoy things. yeah how's that going how's the enjoyment factor so Uh, far it's pretty comfortable a few seconds in i mean i have to say this couch is more comfortable um than what we've been doing yeah which is sitting on a wooden chair so yeah i mean we may be onto something here um this is not the studio this is not our dream studio i mean not at this point no but um it might it might get there you never know we're playing the long game on this one, you know. We don't want to grow yeah. too fast, yeah, because <laughs> that, you know, that presents a whole set of issues in and of itself, man. That fast growth, mm-hmm. you know, can you keep up with it? I don't know mm-hmm. if we could. Mm. I can't keep up. I can't keep up with shit. <laughs> I can I'm getting too old for this well, shit. To yeah. quote, what's his name? Danny Elfman. No. Danny Glover. Okay. Um. I was going to say, <laughs> some Danny said that. Um, I was going to say, like, yes, I'm getting too old to be uncomfortable all the time. Um, which is, like, why I very rarely, like, wear high heels. You know? Yeah. Pumps, as you might call them. Pumps. Is that? Oh, okay. I wondered about that. Is pumps, what does that mean? Why are they <laughs> called pumps? <laughs> like, what the fuck? That sounds, like, kind of weird and, like, sexual. Doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, high heels are weird and sexual, aren't they? I mean, you're standing up on your little tippy toes and, (laughs) you know, you kind of, it gives you that automatic butt lift sensation and, you know, there's some science to it. But uh, pumps, I mean, to me, that's just like because of the way you walk in them. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, we're going to have to probably look this up. But, you know, you can call them high heels, pumps, stilettos, yeah. you know, platforms, uh, what have you. I, I noticed that you don't have your pumps on tonight. I never have my pumps on anymore. Yeah. I mean, it has That's to part be, of the whole comfort thing, I guess. That's what I'm saying. It has to be. I, you almost have to pay me to put them on at this point. Mm. I mean, I love the way they look, but uh, I hate the way they feel. Yeah. So. Well, we got to get you some of those, like, real super comfy Birkenstock pumps or whatever. <laughs> I think no. they have like a new cork based uh, all leather high heels line. I've already, I've already got those. Those are my Dansko, um, you know, four inch heel work shoes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got those big ones. I that, got those em. pump. <laughs> They're like, you know, appropriate, you know, all right, but they still lift your butt up. So why the fuck do you wear them? Because I like to be the boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> I gotcha. I was gonna, I was thinking because you're so inappropriate all the time. Oh no, they're you know? your irreverence level. No, no. I'm already six feet tall, so when I put them on, I'm like six foot three or so, and so yeah. You know, it's just a it's an extra intimidation factor. It gets your foot off the nasty ass floor, um, and it makes you a boss. So. Don't any shoes get your foot off the nasty ass floor? Not you want to be inches. farther yeah. up there. You want to <laughs> have like kiss go-go boots uh-huh. or something like that. Like you know? I want to be a really far from the floor. 
Especially with Corona. Okay. <laughs> like you can't be keep, far enough from keep the Keep me off the floor. <laughs> I would levitate through the grocery <laughs> store if it was an option. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the comfort. I, I'm into it. Um, okay, good. Ho- you know, hopefully it looks good. We don't look like uh, the trash, you know, garbage people that we actually are <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> well, you I know, mean. In, in real life, I usually walk around with like, you know, I don't know, like torn like sheets and stuff hanging off my oh, body sure. and like sure <laughs> yeah but no you know what you do in real life is you have your hobo beard yeah but today you shaved it off i did and look at you you're all shiny and new i'm very shiny it's because i'm i'm like <laughs> sweating i'm perspiring because like all of a sudden uh this area decided to stop being just like a reasonable you know friendly place and now it's like close to a hundred, and you're gonna get a hundred. It was probably a hundred today. It was. It's gonna be a hundred and eleven. Yeah. <clears throat> That's when, like, when people say one hundred as a good thing, I'm like, oh, one hundred. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I use that. Mm, one hundred. That just makes me think of a hundred plus degrees, which is not good for anybody. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But what if it's a hundred percent? One hundred percent makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, and it is, it's much quicker to say 100 than 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, good. Yeah, doing great. Taking a, taking a little, taking a powder. A powder? Yeah. What What's does that, that mean? mean? <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a soda. Oh, damn. damn it. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me <laughs> fucking 10,000 sodas. <laughs> oh my gosh we didn't even play on that gotcha That's, uh, really weird gotcha no we wrote that no we didn't yeah i mean that goes back we threw we i mean <laughs> we came up with the best idea that day in the writer's room oh boy oh boy <laughs> yeah um no i'm doing fine um that's what you asked me yeah um, well what's a powder so oh, you're taking a powder a break don't they say that for like a break take a break take a powder is that like go and powder your face that's that's for a lady i mean you would say i'm gonna like go to lady the lady of the night i'm gonna whatever. go powder my nose or i'm gonna go to the powder room i've never heard someone say i'm gonna take a powder does that mean i'm gonna snort coke or something like i don't know i don't think so hmm. i think it's like yeah take a break Take a break. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll put that on this week's Twitter poll. Mm. Um. Mm. I can't wait for this Twitter <laughs> poll. I'll be the first to vote. There are going to be so many things on that Twitter poll. Like, it's going to be, whew, it's going to be massive. Like, if you went back and like, and made a all list. All the categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's quite, there's, That's what I there's, want you there's, to do. there's a large number. That's what you're going to do on your time off from work. <clears throat> you're going to make that list and yeah. put it on Twitter. While I'm taking a powder, I will, <laughs> I'll go back and uh, painstakingly transcribe each episode. All I can think of is like powdered wigs. Yeah. When you say that, I'm taking a powder. Like I, I picture you putting on a powdered wig. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. That's good. Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Uh, it's it's fine. It's it's fine and dandy. Glad to be here. Um, Coming to you from this uh, hot and steamy uh, June night in Shasta County. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know how how are you all doing? How's everybody feeling out there? Like I mean, you getting a little antsy yet? Yeah, I think that's a thing. I, back I mean, to work. Back to play. Back to school. Oh wait. 
No, yeah, we're not going back to school. Are yeah. we? Are we going back to school? Not yet. Okay. We just got done with that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we we're, better not be. We're always in school, you know, homeschool. Yeah. Um, But are we ever going to go back to college? Are we ever going to, like, fulfill our hopes and dreams, you know, of, like, being a college graduate? Well, since I already have, like, you know, for a time I was thinking about, like, going for another PhD. Mm. But I'm thinking about just hanging tight with the PhD and, like, doing po- doing a podcast, you know? Mm. Oh, you Probably mean... Just gonna you mean like um, sound production? Yeah. Yeah. The they have, there's a doctor of that, right? Doctor of sound production. Yes, that's called doctor producer. <laughs> I think my body is a doctor of sound production. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's true. All like the noises and stuff, the little gurgles and burbles and, and farts, farts and, and burps and whatnot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, sweat, I'm sure, makes a noise. I mean, I could say that mine is too because, you know, every time I take a drink out of a cup or chew my food i'm also producing many sounds that some of us don't enjoy (laughs) i try i mean i do try to chew with my mouth shut that's about it you know what'd be fun is if we had like a 140 pound great dane sitting between us (laughs) you know what speaking of like like but like noises and farts and stuff oh my gosh those dogs i mean when you said that the first thing i pictured was like okay the camera's like right here oh yeah no they would knock it over oh not not only that but if you know our great danes sat on the couch especially the male great dan all you'd be able to see is his penis (laughs) like right at the camera perfect yeah and then you'd like turn around a bunch of times and you have to look at his butthole, you know, and then <laughs> he'd like get right on top of you. He'd probably like yeah. shake his uh-huh. head and sling some slobber onto the wide angle lens. I can hear it now. Yeah. It makes that special. <laughs> we don't we don't have a doorbell, but um, do you if we did, do you think you would still expect oh the, my God, the, the, the dogs the, are barking the bark from Paul <laughs> yeah. when somebody rang it? Uh, we haven't had a doorbell for a long time. Yeah, the next time we get a doorbell, I'm sure I'll be like, oh, no, the dogs are going to, oh. We should, <laughs> we'll have to, like, we should try to recreate or find, you know, a friend or somebody who has a Great Dane and get some bark noises oh. and make a custom doorbell that is that. Oh, God. That would stress me out, man. I'd be like, run, run, everybody. <laughs> the dogs are coming. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. so yeah, I mean we we haven't stopped doing much. Other, you know, like we've stopped doing all the things you're supposed to, but we've been <laughs> able to like what and some that you're not. What what did you to. stop doing that you're supposed to do? Like you know, going and hanging out with friends. Oh, and like, you know, socializing. Yeah, and such. Like, you know, sharing a, like taking a drink off of somebody's like you know soda or something like that. Mm. Like, I, I don't think I've done that for a long time, but I'm trying to think of the things. Or, like, you know, go, like, be in business or something. Like, if you have a storefront. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so, well, we've been kind of, we've been good. But, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of uh, crazy shit going on right now, right? With, because uh, so much stuff is, like, reopening and yeah. like people are trying to go back to normal. Yeah. And then, like, right here, you told me 
the other day that we had like 14 new cases uh, all from Which all originating from like one party that's or something. a lot for shasta county it's not a yeah. lot for other counties but here that's a lot yeah, yeah. it's all one family right yeah well so um so speaking of family we did actually have some socialization um we celebrated uh father's day and my mom and my grandma's birthday um today with a socially distanced outside sort of gathering of sorts um yeah and you tried to take way far too many um of your grandma's oranges (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh that there's a limit of two and that is a limit that's given begrudgingly so my grandma is turning 103 yeah in like two weeks and on the fourth of july yeah we celebrated early because i like to get 100,000 miles away from here on the 4th of July. And, um, yeah. And so, you know, we made some cupcakes. We brought them some presents. You know, we got together and we visited outside. And uh, I think it was all pleasantries for the most part. But um, she has all these fruit trees. And they're just full of fruit, you know. And so Charlie, you know, he wanted to... uh, pick a couple oranges and i said hey grandma is it okay if we pick a couple oranges before we go now mind you she can't remember how old she is or what her phone number is or anything the answer to a question that she just asked and you answered like yeah two minutes ago or right. tw- 20 seconds ago or if you asked her like what happened to your teeth <laughs> yeah she's losing the, every time we see her which isn't like all the time now super regularly but she's got like three or four fewer teeth yeah it's like um it's bad there's have to be some dentures at some point yeah anyway um she said oh but you can have oranges but only two it better not be more than two (laughs) wow of all the things you can remember you can remember to be stingy that's nice right she can remember that but she can't remember to like well and she couldn't physically do it but she like she couldn't remember to eat them or go out and pick them herself no or when you know your mom like picked picked some for her and brought them in like she didn't eat them no they just sat there and rotted right it's like so there's no logic to it other than don't you take all my oranges and the uh real kicker was i gave her three dollars in her uh, card you know for 103 you started over started over and she gets three dollars in her card and um and this is like an old joke because she's been giving us like four dollars you know for christmas or whatever for like the last five years because she doesn't even know what she's doing you know so i thought well this will be fun you know (laughs) it'll be three dollars and she can um count it over and over and over again and if she loses it it's only three dollars you know what i mean right and uh because she's always losing stuff yeah obviously and so i think i saw her open the card and count the three dollars about 15 times and each time she was delighted with that three (laughs) dollars she's like oh fuck yeah (laughs) yeah and i said hey you know i don't want you to spend that all in one place and she was like oh i won't no (laughs) no so, Can we spend it on some teeth? Yeah. As anyway, we uh, had a good chuckle on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was happy as a clam. She got soap, candy, 
um, a can of bubbly water and three dollars. And uh, yeah, happy as a clam. Happy as a clam until we took those oranges. Yeah, but I have to say they were rather delicious. She, I didn't eat mine yet. No. Hopefully you guys didn't eat it. Uh, I bet Charlie did. No, did it's over there. Orange? No. No, that's fine. Who ate my fucking orange? <laughs> yeah. No. I'll just start raging out. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was given like kind of sideways looks when we would pick like those plums too. And it's like here the tree is loaded with yeah. plums. <laughs> like the limbs are about to break off of the thing or whatever. I asked her if she was like, going to make some jam. And she's like, no. What the, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I wish she would start cursing. That'd be great. I That'd know. be so funny. That is really funny because um, she never really used profanity um, like when I was growing up unless she got super pissed. Really? And then she would go, she would like break her Christian no profanity rule and um, she'd say like shit. Or she'd say Your like. grandma would say shit? Yeah. Or she'd say like god damn it. <gasps> That's the Lord's name. Yeah. But, oh you know, uh, if she wasn't super just pissed, did. she would say, oh, fiddle faddle. <laughs> or piddle diddle. Piddle diddle. That's diddle. a different one. Yeah. My grandma would say, oh, Shaw. <laughs> that always killed me. I was like, why even bother if you're going to say that? She had a few others, but I can't remember them, but they were stupid. Yeah. They were very so. Midwestern. Is that that's a Midwestern thing? The Shaw thing, yeah. Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, like, like Peshaw, you know, oh, like Peshaw. But it's like the shorthand version. I thought maybe it was like an anti-Muslim thing or something. <laughs> I very much doubt is it. That, is, is the Shaw like a Muslim thing? Uh, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. Oh God. Well, now that fucking NSA is listening. I think you better do some research, man. I'm gonna. I'm okay. gonna research the NSA. Let's get, let's get the to the Shaw. Oh, yeah. Um all that stuff. You know, I think we did this week that or that you did this week that was kinda like after, you know, it wasn't exactly sheltering in place. You went to the gym, man. Yeah, man. The my gym reopened and um they're doing a bunch of real you know, really good social distancing rules, um, lots of cleaning minimizing the number of people in the building space be- you know adequate space between so they're mats. taking it seriously taking it seriously that's nice and i th- i figured they would but like i mean i was paying attention good when i was in there and like she's like wi- my trainer's like wiping all the stuff down okay with the, the disinfectant like cleaner like you know nobody's sharing equipment and everything anyway it was good and uh yeah i got back in there one time this week yep and yeah, I mean, I practically felt like a new person wow. after that. I know you need the gym. Like I really had to think about it. Like I was like, should you go back? I don't know. Like, and then you have to be sweating with all these people. But if you don't, what's going to happen to you? <laughs> I was like, I think you better go back and give it a try for your mental and physical health. Yeah, um, I was. No, there was one other client who was there who was wearing a mask. It was hard to work out in a mask, but I did it. I had to pull it down a couple of times because I was like sucking wind. Sure, you're not really uh, supposed to wear it when you're doing cardio, but like if you're just I was it was weightlifting, but oh, it's yeah. like you know like out of shape. Sure. I mean, it's hard to believe. I know from looking at <laughs> you know 
basking in the glory of the David statue here. I would never describe you as out of shape, in my opinion. I've got that right shape. I've got that those little toast buns. Oh, those Oof. little toast buns. <laughs> really I bent over me. in front of you, uh, putting... Oh, I've got another story to tell you <laughs> after this. Uh, and I was putting away the... Um, like something in the safe or whatever yeah last night before we went to bed and you walked right by me you didn't smack <gasps> my ass you didn't like pretend to hunt me you didn't like do any <laughs> anything fun that i would have done oh. and i was see i was like oh that's like a missed opportunity like i would never miss that opportunity i know believe me i know <laughs> <laughs> i can attest that that is 100 percent true i mean that is that is like maybe no, it's not the r- the longest running runner, but it's a long oh, one. I mean, it's ever been, since we've been we've pretty much since um, living together. Oh no, before that. Oh no, this has been going on. <laughs> oh right. Basically, our entire relationship. <laughs> as soon as we like, I mean, I think it basically as soon as we had sex, you're like, oh yay! Now, whenever I see you, I'll be able to grab your ass and your tits and you know pretend to hump you and like it'll be funny and fun and not a big deal and i've been waiting my whole life to do it (laughs) and i was like yeah that's pretty funny the good thing though is that i get consent before during and after all (laughs) jumping jokes (laughs) which does kind of fucking step on the punchline but i mean it's important because i don't want to get me too'd by my (laughs) wife of 21 years or whatever uh you have my consent and if you don't know that by now you're an idiot okay <laughs> just wanted to be sensitive to you know oh i'll let you know if you don't have my consent i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i'm not too worried about that i mean I've, fairly... let, I've let you know a couple of times not in that particular regard but you know if you're like irritating me <laughs> i'll let you know oh yeah just a couple times yeah you know you let me know a couple of them. I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like a punch straight to the balls. <laughs> that has never <laughs> happened, you liar. That's another runner. I mean, that it's still a possibility. I mean, you pissed me off enough. And all bets are off, man. That's definitely not my goal. That's good. Yeah. That's I real have good. Goals. I've got hopes and dreams. I've Go. got ways and means. Oh, damn. I beat you to it. Sorry, I stepped <laughs> on you there. Uh, yeah, so I got back into the gym and, uh, wearing a mask while working out sucks. Um, you know, but like, I think it was cool. I think it was worth it. I think I looked like a cool, like workout ninja, like a fat one, but cool, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but I am completely 100% taking charge of every aspect of my life from this second on forward. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's a whole program. It's a system. It's a system of a down. It's a system of an up. Should I step aside and just just let you do your thing from this point forward? On the podcast? I mean, in all respects. Should (laughs) I just step aside and just give give enough birth for this like (laughs) event here? For the aircraft carrier (laughs) USS Jason Uh to fucking pull into port. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, or do, did please you, do not do did that. you need a co-pilot <laughs> i need a co-pilot i need a, at least an ensign okay okay I could can you do be that. my could you be my dr crusher oh 100 <laughs> <laughs> i'm all about crushing dr beverly crusher mm-hmm. yeah man dude that's an awesome name that is star a good trek name. the next generation that's good yeah, if you me. want a hot if you want a hot tv tip check that out 
feel, I mean, it puts me right to sleep, but you know, it's not my favorite, but it's good. I understand it. I mean, you know, on a scientific level. (laughs) Speaking of a line, uh, my gym. Yeah. They're like a longtime sponsor of me. Just of you. Of me. Because you're a celebrity, you know. know? (laughs) They love those toast buns. Who doesn't? Anyway, go ahead. What can I say? I don't want to brag. But uh, yeah, just pop them down into that <laughs> into those little <laughs> slots that come up all toasty. Oh. But they're very white. Oh, they're Extremely very white. white. <laughs> I'll attest to that. <laughs> anyway, um, they are having some big stuff trying to get things rolling again. So if anybody's interested in like going and working out at like what I feel is easily the best, cleanest. Like most personalized, awesomest gym in town. And they got know. and they got two locations, right? Get in touch. Oh well, they got one in Chico. And yeah, one here they got a Chico Reading deal. Chico Reading. Um. Hey, guess what? I'll get. I'll tag them. Tag them. I'll give them a shout out. Okay. Tag them. Tag them. Yep. Bag them. Yep. I'll I'll get right on that. Yeah, get in touch, and I can get you set up to talk with some folks and get you in that that workout sitch. Yeah jacking the big steel up over your head but we don't do just that man oh no 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 now the nice news about Alliant is that they let us keep the rower for a little longer Ooh, and yeah. the man i've been rowing up a storm you know and i gotta tell you like the rower doesn't do a whole lot for your buns okay but it, it does though it I mean, will not for my buns okay but like it does do a lot for like your, you know, torso. So mm. I am happy to report that I now can see my hip bones for the first time in two years. Do you hey. attribute that to the rower? I do. Yep. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. We should tag concept two yeah. in this episode too. Yeah. Maybe they can send us another one or maybe send us a ski erg too so we can have both. <laughs> So yeah, the most nightmarish types of working out ever. I don't know why the rowing uh, is so satisfying or whatever, but it, it seems to be working for me at least during quarantine. I like it us, too. No, so. it's good. It's great. Full yeah. body cardio, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so that that's a good lead in to, you know, we've kind of decided to kind of take the pod, like you know, st- turn the ship a little bit or whatever, and take the podcast in the direction of talking about like sports like working out what who do you maybe think, like the ufc or something like am, that man do i look like joe rogan to you i mean i don't even god, wanna... thank god no you did not okay thank you i don't even want to say his name it's kind of like beetlejuice a little bit <laughs> but um no, no we're not gonna do that and we're not gonna make millions of dollars this is art don't you know Man, 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 man. It's like the renaissance. Mm. It's like the podcast renaissance. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't know. What would be like kind of a mid-level renaissance artist, art player? Um, Raphael or something like that. He's like sort of like big. I'd say he's a pretty high-level player. Well, he's high-level, but like you got the the main ones like Michelangelo and Da Vinci, right? Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, okay. Like are there tiers in there? Sure. Okay, so I'm I'm, um, Raphael. Okay. What? Who are you? <laughs> I'm the Mona the, Lisa. 
Oh, shit. That's not a Ninja Turtle, though, so that doesn't work. I know. I don't like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you know, that was, that was like, I was too old for that, man. Sorry. I wasn't. I know. You're younger than me, and I wasn't too well, old for I that. I couldn't be a kid anymore. I don't know what to tell you. It was a sad little story, you know? Um, speaking of kids, now, um, we watched a fun podcast uh, episode today. I mean, much like this. Yeah, very like incredibly like much incredibly like this. A lot like this. Started right around the same times. You know, they I think they only have like five hundred and eighty seven thousand <laughs> subscribers on YouTube. Somewhere in there. Okay, but to, So I mean they're doing okay. okay. To be fair, okay. Like they had a career. Like we haven't had a career yet. <laughs> They've had a career. We have a rear. <laughs> Um, we're still working on that career idea, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, so we were watching Endless Honeymoon mm-hmm. and it, it's very enjoyable. I mean, I have to say at first I was a little bit like, oh, this is boring. But, you know, after, you know, three or four times, I'm like, all right, it's pretty funny. And then I'm starting to see some parallels, you know, they had the same pillows on their couch and then they kind of had the same couch. And I was like what's happening here? Like, are these people like the rich version of us or something? <laughs> like, could we be these people someday? Um, boy, that'd be yeah. nice. Like, I think, um, Moshe is like a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Natasha's a few years older than that. Right. The right. hosts of the show or whatever. The two married comedians. We also, but... I think independently sort of like, of course, it's not like, because I think we started podcasts right around the same time, too. But, like, we both end our show almost the same. Oh, we do? It's kind of weird. Okay. See, like, it's it's like unbeknownst to me. I'm pretty sure, like, I started doing that, like, without having seen that before. So, I don't know. Yeah. I do. I, I see the parallels, though. Except we are not Except rich. for the fame and fortune. And, but. like, you know, doing the thing that you really want to do with your life. I assume that that's what they oh, wanted to. So that leads me to my comment. Oh. Okay. So like they were all, oh, we spent our 20s and 30s, you know, just like having so much fun and, you know, like just doing everything that we wanted to do. Having and, all these experiences. Um, and fucking all these people and going to all these festivals and, you know, like doing drugs and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. You know, I mean, like that's pretty common for like 20s and 30s. Like I'm not like judging that. It's fine. I don't care. Totally, yeah. But um, I was like, we did the total opposite of that, yeah. you know, right? Like, <laughs> so our 20s and 30s were like having small children and being strapped to, you know, jobs and mortgages and whatever. Like, we took it, we we skipped that part. Mm-hmm. We skipped that fun yeah. 20s exploration, uh, you know, time period. Yeah. And <laughs> that's all on me. I'll take the blame on that. And, um, and so then they had a caller that called in and, and their, her big problem was that her mother-in-law was like pressuring her to have children, you know, because she was 25 Yeah. and it's like, it's time to have kids. Everybody's having kids. Like, where are these kids? Right. And, uh, I just had this funny little thought that was like, well, nobody ever pressured me to have kids. And then I was like, but that's cause I was a teenager when I got (laughs) pregnant. And there wasn't enough time for anybody to even think of pressuring me to have children because I beat them to the 
punch. Yeah, man. You're a full <laughs> court press on pressuring myself. Yourself. So I was like living the caveman life where I was like, I got to get this shit done before I die. So let's get to it. Let's get this family started. There's yeah. no time like the present. And uh, you were zero percent on board with that plan and so here we are you know <laughs> 20 years later yeah, yep. yeah and totally. um so now our kids are almost grown up their kids are babies right mm-hmm. and so that means that they're gonna spend this moment in time raising tiny children or one child or whatever yeah and being you know tired and all the things like right all the super heavy duty responsibility and uh, we are on the other side of that. Yeah. And in just a few short years, we'll be out partying and going to festivals. And yeah. Dropping MDMA and whatever, you know. Breaking our right? hips and stuff. <laughs> and so we'll be experiencing our 20s, but in our 40s. Right. And 50s <laughs> and 60s, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. Us and Madonna and, oh, and Janet Jackson. Well, she got it on both sides. I mean. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She cheated. It helps to have a lot of cash, apparently. Yeah, that's what I hear. And be like, you know, really famous, like rock star. So I'm really glad that nobody pressured me to have children. That was my own pressure. Yeah. Um, that would have been intolerable. And I'm sure that everybody around me was appalled and horrified. Um, and I understand now. At the time, I was like, what's the big deal? What's your big fucking problem, man? Don't judge what me. Are you, what are you waiting for? I'll have kids You're when fa- I say so. You're a fairly impatient person, yeah? Oh. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm working on it, though. I don't know how I would describe myself. Am I impatient? <laughs> Well, you're not imp- impatient about having children, but um, you're other things. You're very impatient about other things. Oh yeah. Really? What do I do? Do I smash? Yeah, you turn into the Hulk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh God. Man. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So like things have been crazy. I think like in the news, obviously everything's just co- still continuing to be. Yeah. Off the rails, kind of crazy. Sure. Very the COVID, chaotic. the fucking, all the, you know. Protesting. George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, the protests. The politics scene is just like, wow, intense as ever. I think it's kind of reaching, maybe it's boiling point. I mean, I really think it's like we're hitting um, the mark. And then now California's mandated to wear masks. I'm like, hallelujah, why don't you all put your mask on and quit being an asshole? Yeah. Other people are like don't ever tell me to wear a mask so there's all this conflict sure we got into that a little bit today at the at the father's um, day gathering. yeah <laughs> the father's day uh, we'll probably get into birthday. it tomorrow with the other fa- <laughs> father's day gathering and uh be rest assured i will put the smack down on that so all right that'll be fun great and racism too I will put the smacks down on racism oh, while yeah, I'm at it. Definitely. We'll have the mask debate. We'll have the racism debate. Um, we'll have like some other problem too, probably too. Like vaccinations or like uh, women's rights or abortions. I mean, something will come yeah. up. Well, we I didn't talk mention about. it, but we also got, I, I got uh, chemtrails today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From your dad. I checked out on that. I yeah. was like, boop. Yeah, okay, heard <laughs> this one five million times, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it's been, it's been. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Sorry, I don't have a soundboard, so I have to, like, approximate the oh. 
the little drops. No, that was very right on. I just don't want to don't want to get that stuck in my head. But go ahead. <laughs> don't don't get it stuck. Yeah. So anyway, it's just crazy. Um, yeah, wondering how they're gonna enforce like the mask thing and stuff. I mean, they can't really like they, they don't. There's not enough cops to but like go around and say, sure. hey. We're all and supposed to. Tickets and we're all supposed to consider each other and it's have part of the social contract, social yeah. responsibility, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, we've been doing it. Yeah. You know, that's we, right. We never stopped. No, that's yeah. because we we try to be considerate. That's right. But my dad had a theory about how everybody um, is going to be convinced to wear masks, right? Uh, what was that? Wasn't that the chemtrails? Like they're gonna oh, spray yeah, yeah, yeah. people with the tame spray or whatever, and then everybody's gonna be really complicit and wear their masks. Well, or it something? was a strange argument because it was like, so there haven't been chemtrails like oh. there like there were since the COVID you know shutdown and stuff because not as many flights, right? Oh, I've I've really been checking on so it. So they know? haven't they haven't been you know the chemicals. I mean and. You know, the thing is that the pilots, they don't really know. They, they, you know, the, this shit, the spray nozzles and everything are put on there by like the deep state or whoever. Um, so the pilots aren't, you know, responsible for it. This shit just happens without them knowing it. Mm. <clears throat> um, and, uh, yeah, so that stuff rains down and it makes the, um, it does a bunch of stuff to us, apparently. Mm. Many, many things, a whole laundry list of things, but, one of the things that it does is it makes us complacent and makes it so that we don't like, you know, stand up against things that are going on that we disagree with. But hasn't that been happening? Oh, because there's been no airplanes and now what? But that's what doesn't make sense. That's one of those things with your dad's like conspiracy theory argument things where it's like he contradicts makes, himself. He contradicts oh. like makes a contradictory yeah. point. It's like, no, they haven't been spraying this on on there. And that and we yeah and then that those chemicals are why we don't like you know stand up to people looting and doing all this stuff like you know he managed to like swing it ra- racist uh, somehow. Ah, uh, I see. <coughs> I see. That's no surprise. It was not a surprise. I see. So um, we'll all wear a mask because the chemtrails will rain down upon us. Is that the deal? No, the mask is no help, man. <laughs> I thought the five G was those chemtrails will get right in there. I thought the five G was gonna give us the Rona. That was the last. Those chems go right through the N ninety five mesh. Mm. <laughs> wow, yeah. bummer tail. Um, did you you did you want to tell uh, talk about? Uh, well, there's so there's all that uh, all the racist shit kind of going away, dismantling like Confederate monu- monuments and yeah. stuff finally. Yeah. Marine Corps is like not going to use the con like uh, or allow the display of the Confederate flag anymore, which is good. Yeah, it's about I mean, time, right? Why the fuck would you <laughs> like? Are there is there you know like do the Eng- does the English army like have you know little things where they display the stars and stripes? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I mean, we're friends. We're like ally countries or whatever. But like, we fucking. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I guess maybe they would if we tried to leave and then it didn't work out. Maybe there'd be like whatever our like revolutionary war flag, the don't tread on me would be like, you know, like British army people would put it on like the back of their lifted fucking Chevy Silverado. They don't even do that. They don't even do that shit. You know what? Um, Yeah, I have a client that's British and he is just like, I am so just like dismayed by so many things. 
is happening in the United States. It's like we can't even almost can't have a conversation about it. So the tables have truly turned in in that respect. Um, but yeah, my my story about the Confederacy is that um, with all of the news about the Confederate statues coming down, especially in st- southern states where like that is you know, has been looked upon as like the heroes of the South, you know, right. Um, I remembered that my grandma, um, who passed away last year at like 98 years old or something, she was part of the, uh, daughters of the Confederacy or whatever, Mm. this club that's like a nationwide thing that's like dedicated to lifting up the heroes of the confederate war in the southern states and they're really the ones that are responsible for those statues they're they're like the ones that like bankroll them yeah yeah and um even though she lived in california for the good part of her life uh she was from north carolina and uh big time southern bell racist obviously and um so when i was in high school um I was thinking, oh, how can I get some scholarships, you know? Like, how can I, like, use my family connections to get some scholarships? She was the only person that had any (laughs) affiliation to a club or society or whatever. And they were giving scholarships from the Daughters of the Confederacy. At the time, I didn't even put two and two together. I wasn't even... I was just like, oh, sure, I'll apply for the scholarship or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I was like 14. They're like, yes, um, you can go to KKK school yeah. or something. <laughs> well, like, I've already been um, admitted and rejected from KKK school, you know, in my growing up. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. just like the school of hard knocks. That's just the school of my family. So um, anyway, I didn't get the scholarship. Um, that was all for nothing. Uh, I did get an offer to go to Alabama State University for free, which I turned down. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, all said, I was uh, not not down with that whole Wait, situation. You, you could have gone to Alabama State for or Is that what the school is? Or University of Alabama. Yeah. For free? My... Um, <laughs> yes, I could have gone for free as long as I agreed to one moving to Alabama, two living with my um, aunt who yeah. was a big time racist. I think she was in the Daughters of the Confederacy also, and I couldn't wear my Yankees hat, um, and I couldn't talk about the North. I couldn't talk about New York or California, but I could if I moved there and I became a good Southern Belle. I could have gone to the University of Alabama for free. And I said, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Wow. So she was going to put pay yeah. for it. Yep. She was going to convert me. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. And that's, I, a, that's uh, a tough one. I went and toured the campus and the whole You did? Shit. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's crazy. I mean, you could have just said you'd do all that shit and then like. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to live with her. could have her. gotten like, you know, no. like a black boyfriend or something. No. And, you, you know. don't understand. Like, I, and like, no. what's up? <laughs> I, had, I had spent enough time with these people where I was like, oh, I want to be as far away from this as possible. Yeah. So that didn't work out. And she was very upset with me. <laughs> um, but that's okay. That's okay. That is We're okay. all right with that. Yep. Yeah. So they're dismantling. They're moving on. 
uh, finally from, from good a God. bunch of shit like this. So it's it's good to see. It is good. Things actually feel like they're maybe changing a little bit. I think so. Or whatever you know, Man. or at least. And I'm sure some people that are saying they're changing are just paying lip service because there's a lot of. There's fear to do so and yeah. fear to do so. Yeah. But there's a lot of other ones, man. I've seen some videos where I'm just like, holy shit. Counter protest groups and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, wow, I can't believe you are saying that. Like you're being videoed right now and you're saying that. Here's the other thing I think is so brazen, man. So crazy about this. It's like, okay, so, you know, shit's happening. People are upset protesting's happening people are asking for change like in a unified way okay so these statues have been there for like 150 years or whatever and they've been fighting this shit forever most of them have only been there since like early 19th century like they weren't there like right after the war oh okay but they've been there a long time right and there have been people asking for them to be taken down for many years because they're racist and they uphold the values of slavery and nobody could take them down. Oh, no. Oh, no. We can't. And then all of a sudden, in one week, right, there's like <laughs> 20 statues are gone. And then yeah. all kinds of other stuff, too. And it's like, it's amazing how fast things can get done when people are motivated by something. Um, I, I just find that so annoying. It's like we could have had this done ages ago. Yeah. Very obviously. Well, just like you could have come up with however many billion dollars that they did to like send to people and bail out yeah giant corporations yeah like i'm i'm having a hard time i could use some assistance oh no we couldn't possibly give you any assistance and then one day yeah everybody got assistance listen we just can't afford it man (laughs) like i mean sorry our hands are tied here we can't afford it we would have to shut down national parks and schools Mm. to do this right we can't cut any of this other shit out here and we can't just make up a bunch of money sure and then one day it happens and then you realize like well you've been you've been lying for a really long time yeah so so the theme of the week is moving on man that's right uh this is this is we haven't even said right this is episode 56 that's right of uh team babe podcast right i think you probably know that if you're here but just as a little recap for us to kind of anchor us in the moment keep us present you know is that what's going on that's what it's, that's what's going on for me man okay um <laughs> i mean not really but uh yeah <laughs> uh and so we're doing the covid19 mixtape still and we are getting still on that close shit we're getting close end. man getting this close. is week 15 yep um and this week's track is moving on right moving on <laughs> moving on time to move on uh, time to move on it's time to move one on one of my favorite songs uh moving on i know it's time to move moving on, on up by tom patty yeah from the 1994 uh, album wildflowers yeah which is really truly one of my favorite albums um of yeah. probably of all time it's on my like top 10 sure yeah yeah, me too. It's really good. It's really good. There's only, we were talking about it last night. There's like one kind of stinker on there. Uh, but, um, you know, I mean, it's got the classics. <laughs> Not really. Not the Tom Petty classics. But no, but the. Sort of, if you're a 90s kid. The Tom Petty solo classics. I mean, yeah. there's the Heartbreakers. 
different yeah. from this. This is Tom Petty solo. Yeah, you don't know how it feels. But yeah, be like the biggest. That's the big hit. But we thought, like, we considered that for this playlist, but we were like, you know what? I I think that this time to move on song feels more fitting for the moment because there is a lot of moving on and there is a lot of like change and you know as much as i think we want change it's still it feels um chaotic and yeah uncomfortable sometimes and just kind of like wow like there's so much is happening all at once and i think that's true for like any kind of change even if you're just changing locations or right you know changing your mind it's just it gets to be chaotic you know yeah and there's a lot of things that uh you know moving on and changing your mind and stuff can like kind of encompass right like it can be like change completely changing what you're doing it can be changing where you know you live so that you can kind of do what you've been doing in a more friendly location in a new way or in a new way yeah Yeah. and uh so yeah it just it feels it feels particularly fitting in this like at this time and then also like i don't know for us just personally where we're at yeah yeah i mean i think we've been this whole crazy thing called life man (laughs) (laughs) and i think there's like a big I mean, I think generally speaking, if you're on, you're not conservative, right? There's a big kind of push for like white people to change, to actually do something sustaining. Yeah. And I think like that is what is needed to make this change that's kind of like happening stick and be like a real thing that like continues forward and we leave something behind here. Yeah. Um, Hopefully most of this change even, you know, goes beyond like, uh, you know, left, right. Yeah. And party lines and stuff. And I think there is quite a bit of that, which is encouraging, but like, there's a few themes in this song that are just interesting. Like, you know, so there's like the moving on, like kind of striking out, like leaving a place of comfort. Mm -hmm. Like it's uncomfortable for white people to fucking, you know, like admit all this shit and kind of like reckon with it, come to terms with it and figure out like what to do. Yeah. You know, um, and not that we're going to do that, but like we're, <laughs> ma- <laughs> we're making like, you know, steps in that direction. Like, you know, a lot of people are anyway. Yeah. Or whatever. And so it's uncomfortable ter- territory. It's uncomfortable to fucking, you know, like shelter in place in your yeah. house. I think everybody's already uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, the whole population. It's black, uncomfortable white, to wear whatever. a mask when you're working out. Yeah. Like we're all uncomfortable anyway, no matter yeah. who you are. And that in a way sort of bound people together for a while, you know, sort of being in a situation together and then it split and then, you know, all this other stuff happened and it just, it just, uh, exposed the divide, I think even more. Yeah. Um, so now, yeah. So, but I actually, I had to tell you, like, I don't get too hopeful about stuff very often as far as like politics or like, you know, real change in the world. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of being set in your ways, um, mm-hmm. stuff that I've just had to accept that I can't change or whatever. This does feel a little different to me. Like, mm-hmm. I think there, there actually might be some real change that comes out of this that is sustaining. So I, I actually kind of feel hopeful, um, where I know a lot of people are really feeling very like down and out right now, but I, I think it's actually kind of happening. Yeah. Something like something real is happening. So it does give me a little bit of hope. 
it's hopeful that it's not just all I mean there's a lot of it that is about the who the president is oh yeah but it's hopeful to me that it's also more than that like there's a lot of uh, movement toward um, you know getting different people in Congress and shit like that and like yeah making these changes that you know go beyond like legislation and executive you know type shit or whatever too so yeah it's good and uh you know but like for a lot of people like yeah it's uncomfortable and scary territory and like you know that's just where we're at um the other thing that's interesting about the song is like tom petty you know he's like from florida i think he's from the deep south and like i think for a long time he was kind of on the you know one of those good old boy confederate kind of you know people and I think he kind of le- learned the error of his ways at some point. And, um, really? Yeah. Like when we watched that documentary about his life and stuff, you know, towards the end, like as an older person, I think he did see like that that wasn't cool. That there was like some, um, you know, like he had to reckon with that at some point, I think, because he definitely yeah. worked with a lot of black artists, like on his albums. It's solo albums, and um, like you know, like I think as an older person, he had to let some of that southern pride go. Do you think he had any of that? Yeah. Really? What made you think that? It just because um, when just you because he's from Florida he, and he's he's white and like, but he seemed like just sort of like a hippie kid, you know? Yeah, he was a hippie kid, but you know, like he definitely held free on. spirit man. He held on. Remember in that same. The same documentary. I mean, he was talking about like, you know, we could never have a woman in the band. Like, you know, I mean, there's uh, a, you know, there's a lot of that. kind of old holdovers and stuff. Yeah. Were they talking about having like whatever Stevie was going to sing yeah. something with him? Or? Well, they did a duet, but it yeah. was like there could never be a woman in the band. Not in the Heartbreakers. Or at all. I mean, you know what I mean? So, yeah. He wasn't 100% a heavy. He wasn't 100% open-minded. Yeah. But I, I guess. I think y- he got over it. I uh, got over the. He <laughs> understood that he was a racist at yeah. some point. It's the hippie, uh, like, hippie hash smoker, racist, like, ven- racist, uh, <laughs> misogynist Venn diagram yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Tom Petty is, like, right there in the middle or something. I mean, you can't have four wives without having some woman problems. Not at you the know? same time. Oh, you, I mean, in your life. Did he have four? He was married and divorced a lot, yeah. I mean, lots of people do that, though, and they're not racists. They're I'm not equating the two things. I'm talking about old-fashioned ideas, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, that's like a personal, you know, I take that as a personal um, offense. Like, if you can't have a woman in your band, you're an asshole. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, totally. S- sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You know, um, but all that aside, I, you know, when it comes to like music and just listening to music and enjoying it, I have to tell you, like, for the most part, I can separate the art from the artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like this particular album just kind of hit me at a weird time. Like I've never, I was never a Tom Petty fan before that. I wasn't like a, there's a lot of country kind of influence in this album. I never listened to country. Um, I was coming off like completely different genre, but this album was just like the right music at the right time for me. Like that was my freshman year of high school. Um, 
So this particular song, I remember listening to it in my Walkman or my Discman or whatever, um, like walking to the bus stop. So I had about 15 minutes each day where I got to be alone. So that was when I left the front door to the point where I got to the bus stop. I got that no, was the extent of your that freedom. Was it. And I got nobody interrupting me and nobody talking to me. And I got nobody fucking with me for 15 minutes. You know what I mean? And so uh, I was like 6.45 in the morning. <laughs> it's freezing ass cold. You know, I've got my little Daisy Dukes on. Right. I'm walking to the bus stop. And I was, this album was like all I listened to. Yeah. And it was just like this song was I was like, yes, like I have to move on from this. I have to get out of here. I cannot keep doing this. Like, and so this whole album sort of fueled my like leaving high school, like this whole like yeah free spirit. Like you just got to go do your shit. Mm-hmm. This was the soundtrack to that. I think like f- in the beginning. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any of that, but I mean like, you know, I just like, I don't know, probably some friends of mine got the album and I listened to it and like, it was cool. But it wasn't like your favorite, but no, it wasn't my favorite, you know, because like I was sort of biased against certain sounds, country like sounds and stuff. I was kind of like, oh, it's fucking lame. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of how I thought it was going to feel. Right. The songs are undeniably good. So they're, you know, like the seed was definitely planted and I Mm -hmm. listened to it a lot or whatever and stuff. And. You know, especially this song, especially like whatever. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't watch MTV in the 90s without, you know, having watched the video um, to uh, um, You Don't Know How It Feels like right. a thousand times. Right. You know? Well, it was pretty in your face. It was like a drag queen, you know, like with Tom Petty as this one shot. Like it was, it was very like uh, kind of a fuck you, like video and song you know it's just kind of like i'm gonna get high i'm gonna just like get my car i'm just gonna be me like yeah you know right but we're not talking about that song man i can talk about that song if i want to man don't tell me what to do (laughs) oh no (laughs) i'm just kidding oh no here comes i'm only here comes the scary terry (gasps) territory what i'm not scary terry (laughs) No, I just thought of that because Scary Territory made me think of Scary Terry. Oh, I see. Bitch. <gasps> oh, I did it again. Whoops. I did it. No. <laughs> Man, Sorry. you're supposed to be scary. Sorry, Brittany. You're Scary Terry because you're Jason. You're Jason Voorhees, man. Right, but that's different than Freddy. It's all the same difference, man. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, I hit my teeth on the thing. Uh-oh. That's your move. Not with a with a glass though, not with a fucking microphone. No, I'm a professional. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. You're a true pro on the oh. mic, yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, so the song like there's that there's that whole theme. It's also like pretty much. I mean, like about a breakup, really. Like if yeah. you look at the if you look at the um, lyrics you know and read through like i think the second verse is pretty breakup heavy it's got this cool like broken skyline imagery which is sort of like to me is like i don't know you're like moving on so of course your your skyline changes or whatever you know it's like a i don't know it's just a cool image or whatever 
Right. And, you know, he's got some stuff in there that's more breakup related or whatever. But sure. it's just cool lyrics. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's a love song. <coughs> it's like a heartbreak and love song in a way. Um, I think it's all. I don't know. Is it? But what, what, who's the love interest? Well, I mean, it's like he's, uh, you know, like you say, he's breaking up with somebody. He he has to leave. He's yeah. leaving comfort. You know, he knows that his time's up. Like, you know. But in the same way, you can apply that same thinking to is your time up, like, in your comfort? Like, yeah. are you growing? Is this who you want to be? Yeah. Is this where you want to live? Is this your life? Like, what are you doing? There's sort of like, you know, it's time to move on. So it's like uh, there's an acceptance there. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, he goes like, um, oh, fuck, what does he say? Um, uh, she's an honest uh, defector, conscientious objector, now her own protector or whatever. So right. it's like, yeah. Y- you know, you're on your own. Like, I'm kind of setting you free or whatever. Yeah. Like, you can handle this. Right. Like, it's good. Like, right. And I don't know if he left her or she left him. or I mean, it's probably not autobiographical at all. I wouldn't say that. It could be, but it could totally not be. Sometimes, you know, people write songs like taking on the persona of a situation or whatever as a device to, like, you know, talk yeah, about something true. interesting. It's not always autobiographical. Well, that's At least that's true. what Nick Lowe said on WTF podcast. Oh, okay. I think it was Nick is, is that the definitive voice on that particular topic? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I mean. I'm just kidding. He you had know. Obama on. <laughs> just kidding. Mark Maron is the definitive voice on everything. <laughs> His fucking girlfriend died, man. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was just, I'm sorry. I was like just, suddenly. I was making a unexpectedly. bad joke. Okay. No, I'm just joking. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I also as far as the lyrics of the song go, my favorites are the "Under my feet, grass is growing." Mm-hmm. You know, like you've been standing still too long. Sure, that's a great lyric to describe that. It all it all like evokes very visual like things. Yeah, for me, like yeah. I can see the broken sky. Like I can see the feet. The uh-huh. and the grass is growing, man. Uh-huh. It's getting between your toes, man. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And the which way does something better and which way do I go? Yeah. So you're like hitting the fork in the road. You know, it's like sure. you got to make a decision. You got to do something. That's where we're at, man. Are we going to take the path less traveled by Robert Frost or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, I'd like Christ. to think that I've already done that. You know, yeah. my, my giant ego would like to think that I've already taken the path less traveled. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you definitely have. <laughs> You're one in a million. Oh, thanks. One in a million. Oh, jeez, can't do that. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, did you know that he said nauseous adrenaline in that song? Yeah. I, w- I didn't know that till I read the lyrics recently, and I was like, nauseous adrenaline. <laughs> I thought he was saying noisy as adrenaline. Oh, weird. Or noisy adrenaline. Like... Well, he's southern. Like it's making you, uh, but so do southern he... people say nauseous? Because like that's kind of lame. I mean, I like the I like the lyric and everything, but I don't know. It's, sometimes it gets on my nerves when you know you like say something like broken into such yeah yeah like um 
what are those things called? Syllables. Syllables. Well, you know, you when, know. when you got teeth like Tom Petty, it's really difficult not to break your words up into syllables because your teeth are like giant chompers, you know? Does he have big teeth? Oh, yeah. They're like all one piece. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so like as a big tooth person, uh-huh. to a, you recon, like game recognize game? <laughs> yeah, I do. I have a, I've encountered this problem. And okay. people used to think I had a southern accent when I was a kid. Oh, right. Because you would say ice, ice box Mm-mm. and yeah. shit like that. Because uh-huh. you got it from your hick parents who are somehow hicks. Well, they're both from the south. Your parents aren't. Yeah. Huh? I mean, your mom isn't. Okay. Your but dad, my, my dad is. Yeah, technically. But like grew up here. Yes. And in Hawaii. Yeah. It's like, how southern are you, dude? <clears throat> Well, when you have family that's from North Carolina, you're pretty Southern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess if your mom talks in a, you know, Southern Belle, North Carolina drawl. You know, you saw that video. North Kakalaki. That video was so funny of her. Oh, like when uh, your dad was visiting the house and taking yeah. camcorder yeah. footage? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was mm-hmm. great. Yep. She totally. was talking all about Marilyn Monroe. Well, I don't know if I want to be Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> some yeah. interesting folks man wow <clears throat> wow wowie wow 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 yeah man anyway so i think uh i think that's about it is that it i think maybe yeah what do you what do you, you got anything else hmm. are you out of ideas yet yeah, I might I might be. Is that possible? I don't know. You're the you're the master interlocutor. <clears throat> well, interlocutor. I I mean I try. I try to be an ideal ma- machine, but sometimes you know you have to admit you're out of ideas. I mean, I guess I can say that. Um, well, I think the big idea for this episode is uh moving forward, moving on, building things up, not tearing them down like oh yeah, you know, Seth and Jonathan yeah. would say from oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Um and just fucking doing the damn thing. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're feeling uncomfortable, you know, maybe yeah. you gotta figure that out and move forward and be better. Yeah, or just like make friends with being uncomfortable and just like realize that hey, if you're doing like cool shit, you're gonna be feeling uncomfortable a lot, <coughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I've had about oh, I don't know, fifteen years of being uncomfortable myself. Is that all? Um, I thought probably way more than that. It might be like 39. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I've got like a little over 41. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what makes us these amazing Gen Xers, you know? Yeah, that's right. Amazing. The lost generation. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, babe. Yeah. Here's to being Gen X. Okay. Here's to moving on, moving forward. I like it. things up, not tearing them down. Okay, let's do it. And uh, nauseous adrenaline. Okay. All right. So let's bump them out to steal another ending from another <laughs> <laughs> from another comedy thing. Uh, bumping mics. Great. Great. We'll just bite everybody. Jeez, man. <laughs> what about all this copyright? <laughs> way, to, way to take it to a negative place, Jason. God. Damn but it. what happened to our lovey-dovey outro? Oh, well, no, we're still going to do that. 
I was oh. like, I was, for a second, I panicked there, and I was like, where's my mic? <laughs> <laughs> it's in your damn hands, man. <laughs> it's in my goddamn hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. thanks for uh, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, babe. Yeah, man. Thanks for being being a super awesome loving babe. Oh, you know it. I yeah. c- couldn't do it any other way, you know. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I uh, love you, babe. Love you too, babe. <laughs>